0: It's your boy Verse, and this is Open Mic with OTR Mike. Shit, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's right. This is the show where the mic is open for any discussion. I'm feeling about I'm feeling about OTR. I don't think I don't think we're done.
2: I want to find something that's going to be interesting. Then obviously on Wednesday we got the
1: actual show and then the overtime show. And you know, I'm all about. It's your boy Verse, and this is Open yeah. Mic with OTR Mike. I I
3: ended the the clip early. I'm sorry, Mikey. I'm it's, sorry, I messed you it's up. It's
1: all good. It's all good. I, That's why this is why I looked, this is live.
3: I looked at it and I was like, a minute? <laughs> now nah, we can't do a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I
1: stopped it early when I used it the last time. But hey, look, man, this is why this is a live edition. <laughs> Open like <White Girls. laughs> We are on the fly. But look, man, let me be the first to welcome you. Let me be the first to welcome you to my first live stream, right? Yes. And let me be the first to welcome you to another episode of Open Mic with yours truly. This is the show where the mic is open for any discussion, no matter what it is, who it is, or where it is. So look, we're not going to be here long, right? But I saw something interesting, and I wanted to chat about it. So I had to enlist a few of my guys, right? Right as you see one on the screen already my executive producer who was backstage (laughs) handling some things and you know whatever like we gonna make it work but um i wanted to bring some some guys in to discuss a particular topic with me right so let me let me give you the topic real quick if i can if i can find it today okay i got you right here um so not to read, not to go into the whole entire article, what what jumped out to me was this part. NFL officials have informed the owners of the league, the league's 32 franchises, that the teams have spent $800 million on fired coaches and front office executives over the past five years. The message delivered this past week at the owners' meeting in Dallas was sent by the league as a reminder Yeah, some franchises that as some franchises most more significant changes at the end of the season, hundreds of millions of dollars have been squandered recently by teams that may need to act more patiently and less hastily. So I'm going to start right there. The reason that's interesting to me is because we always hear about teams spending all this money on the players, right, and not wanting to play, pay certain players. As you see, I don't have the right hat on, but you know who I'm affiliated with. And it's a certain guy who hasn't gotten his money yet. But, um, you know, and, and the fans typically react to that. Oh, the players don't deserve this. The players, you know, they he's asking for too much money. But yet we see that the league and these organizations have spent damn near a billion dollars on people who are no longer working for them right now. They're still paying them to this day. So I wanted to bring on some of the fellas to get their opinions, some of the best sports podcasters and YouTubers, in my opinion. I respect their opinion, and that's why they are here. As you see, Jose is already on screen with me. He is one half of the Lunch Break Hot Take Show, and he's one-third of Ring King's podcast with myself and our other brother b who is here he don't want to be here but he's here there's b <laughs> b welcome to the show thanks for having me on man appreciate it <laughs> uh b is more than a friend of the show he uh, has the keys to the show as well so um i've already told him when he wants to just jump on here and do an episode on his own he can already go ahead and do that so B, I'm, paying, I'm playing Jose right now. You know how he speaks and pushes things into existence. There you go. I'm B's solo show will start here. I'm immune I'm <laughs> to <into> that.
2: <laughs> you know, those old school RPGs, you know, OTR Mike tries to speak solo show into existence. It is very ineffective. <laughs> but I appreciate uh, you having me on here, though
1: yeah okay we're we gonna work on that and then look this next brother is if you saw the intro he created that he hates when i point that out to people um but he's a very talented brother also does his own thing um on this youtube thing and podcasting my man Hendo, welcome back to the show
2: oh you talking about me yeah you well the other person wouldn't really go by brother
1: <laughs> what, what <laughs> Hindo is the host of Ravens online ungatekeepers. un-gate-keepers. Listen, if you want that real on the Ravens, Hindo is where it's at. There you go. Appreciate you. We'll go over there and subscribe. But welcome, Hindo. Thanks for coming back to the show.
0: Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And listen. I'm most excited about this Britney Soto project. Rodney and the boys. On down soon. I'm, I'm really excited about that. <laughs> is that like is that after hanging with him though? I think it comes on beforehand. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. <laughs> hey, Interesting. It's going down. But listen, man, this this next person is, is a very, very special person to me. He for some reason feels like I am the goat. Mm-hmm. And I'm He's far from it, but I take it. And I wear it with pride because he said it. If he's saying it, then it may be some truth here. Look, Suge himself has two shows, and I'm going to let him show you and tell you about what's going on with that. But, Suge, welcome to the show. Your first time here, baby.
4: That's why he the best. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much. Oh, to uh,
3: build it. it didn't work. I'll fix uh, that
4: all good, all good. Thank you very much for having me. Oh, uh, yeah, of course, you're the goat. Yeah, I mean, you're not, you're not only the goat at obviously podcasting and just being, you know, being a guru, picking the Dallas Cowboys for winning, the, uh, losing today, you know, but you're also just a good human being, and that's why I call you. You're, you're, sure. you're an awesome person, so yeah, I'm, I'm here, came to hang out with y'all. Um, and yeah, I'm excited uh, hanging with the boys and Brodney. You know, uh, <laughs> That's and, uh, awesome. you know hanging with Hendo and, and oh, late night with Suge Knight. That's you know three shows in a row that you're about to get. So it's going to be awesome. It's
1: it's going down. Well, look, fellas, look, I appreciate do you.
2: you being do you often lie to your listeners, Mike? <laughs> sometimes, <laughs>
1: never, sometimes. Never. Sometimes. Well, look, uh, I appreciate you guys being here on this late stream. It's been a busy couple of weeks, Um, so but I had to get something in for the people so we're here so we're gonna do a live stream yes Ferris we are live streaming we're live baby um so where we get started I let you, listen you guys need me to throw up the article again or did you did you catch it when I was you you guys were backstage apparently there's a lot of cash being spent on a lot of uh people who aren't Working right now for these organizations. Um, I think maybe it,
2: they should. Uh, I'm sorry to cut you off, man. I, I, I no, I this,
1: should that, I this should uh,
2: show. I think that maybe there should be a, a cap for coaches like they're for players, right? Because oh, that's man. kind of the whole thing with the players. You want to be fiscally responsible, mm-hmm. you want to make sure you're not overpaying these guys. And it seems like, according to what you have on the screen, they flushed what 800 million just down the toilet just over the last, what was that, the last five years, the last wow. five years. Yeah, That's a a lot in a very short amount of time. And it reminds me of the NBA, uh, whose owners also have a fiscal responsibility problem. And they were just handing out contracts like candy and they had to institute an amnesty clause. They let each team say, you know what? Our bad, we get a mulligan on one contract uh, that they had on the books. They just get to wipe it off of their cap. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Mm -hmm. it, it just seems to me like they're not being held, the owner's, are not holding themselves to the same standards that they like to hold the players to. It's right. just a little little odd.
3: Yeah. I so also I want to add, um, you know, look, your audience is slightly different. It's not all sports audience over here, yeah. right? So, you know, why is this relevant to, to, to your listeners? Look, I mean, we you you've done episodes on coaches, blackhead coaches, you know, we've done one on on uh coach prime recently. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we talked about um, kind of the uh, the disparity in, in, in minority coaches in the league. All mm-hmm. right. Um, how does this relate to it? Well, I mean, I think this is a, a extra piece to it, right, because it shows that they're willing to throw away money to hire people that they feel comfortable with. And it has nothing to do with with. Coaching, it has to do with this person looks like me or I know this person because all these jobs are, are are based off of nepotism. So that's why, you know, to be's point, um, you put a cap on this, you know, that would force them to be a little bit more diligent, you know, in, in terms of, of who they, they hire. But they won't implement that because they want to hire who they want to hire. And, you know, he's a billionaire, so they don't care about spending a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, as a whole, you know they're they're each team is projecting to to make a billion dollars annually right that's that's their projections or you know by twenty twenty seven or something like that but it 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 does speak to how far they're willing to go to keep certain people out and certain people in
1: one hundred percent Hendo, what do you think about this, man?
0: Well, I will say first off say that they both stole a piece of both of my ideas. <laughs> But I mean, everything that they said are correct. Um, for me, I think it's more about: listen, I will spend the money on who and where I see fit. Uh, when it comes to the majority of coaches, which is probably what, 85 to 90%, they will shell out the money to get the person that they want. Um, I think that we had an article: the New York Johnson paying three head coaches at one time, mm-hmm. all of whom are Caucasian. Uh, It really doesn't matter. So if there were a hard cat for coaches, which I think there should be, I don't know why that's not in place now, that would force them once they hire a minority coach. If the cat were small enough, they would have to keep them around because just like the David Cully situation, uh, the Steve Wilkes in Arizona situation, you can't just give them a year and say, you know what? You were a placeholder until we find the guy that we really want. If you sign him to that contract, it kind of has to stick. Mm -hmm. And I think that that would kind of make things a little bit better. But for me, I just think when these owners cry broke and say, oh, you know, for instance, we can't pay Lamar because that would bankrupt the team, for instance. But yet and still, we're not going to speak about over the last five years, this extra 60 mil that you gave to all these assistant coaches, these coaches, these staff that's no longer here and the staff that you're currently paying. So I just think it would hold them a little more responsible when it comes to What and
1: with whom they hire, I agree. Shook before you go, Ferris did not. uh, I'm believing he's wait, uh, wait, wait,
0: wait, 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 wait,
1: wait.
3: Ferris says, Sorry, I missed what y'all said. So, we're supposed to start the show over for you, Ferris.
1: Is that what you're asking right now? We're gonna do, we're gonna start it over for Ferris. Ferris, this is what we're discussing. Uh, look, the NFL officials have been informed, they have they have informed the owners of the league, of all 32 teams, that they are spending $800 million on fired coaches and front office executives. So we're kind of discussing that. And, you know, like I said, to open the show, it, it jumped out to me because we are we are always complaining about, you know, the players asking for all this money, and then the teams can't afford to pay these players. And, we, you know, what's wrong with him for asking for $200 million guaranteed? But then you see the league is paying out almost a billion dollars in fees and monies to people who are no longer employed by these organizations. So I thought it was interesting, and it stuck out to me. Shook, what are your thoughts on this, man?
4: Well, I mean, uh, as being one of the only ones up here, you know, other than I think the Panthers, it has the minority coach, you know, who's been there for a long tenure. Um you know, and if you talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers, we've only had three coaches, you mm-hmm. know, pretty much for a very long time.
3: Yeah.
4: Um, I think that, um, you know, you, like you said, Mike and, and Jose spoke to it. You know, it's, it's, it's a waste of money. Like, why are you hiring somebody to just fire them a year or two or a year or two years later? Um, you know, uh, you're talking about um, coaches being just, you know, you have four years remaining on your, on your contract or you got to extend it and then you fire them. It's like, you're doing all this and wasting money. Sorry. I have people talking in the background.
1: Are you good? Shoot? Go ahead.
3: I, I think he wants us to come back to him. Oh, okay. We'll,
4: we'll okay.
3: Yeah. No,
2: it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's the, the, the funny thing about what, what you mentioned, you know, all these coaches come in and they get four five, six, seven year deals. Uh, because the owners, again, are afraid to treat them the way they treat players because they don't yeah. see players as being on the same level as coaches. They don't see them as just regular employees. They, they feel like they own the players, right? Because uh, what's his name? Tepper. He came in and got a seven-year deal. He got all kinds of power that he didn't he didn't earn, he didn't deserve, right? Whereas if you're, you're talking about a player, that's the kind of player who comes in and gets a one-year proven deal. Mm-hmm. Right, and then after that year, okay, maybe we extend you for for a couple of years, give you a bit more money, see if you can keep it going, and then maybe you'll get a big contract down the line, with 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 Tepper or uh, I keep saying Tepper with Matt Rule, you know they they come in, they give them the huge contract right up front, you play one season and you're like this ain't the guy, uh, but I can't fire him yet because you know we owe him all this money. Let's keep them around for another year or two. We and we'll fire them, and it won't look quite as bad. But they're just, you know, they don't hand out contracts uh, commensurate with a, a head coach's or the new coach's actual skills or their actual experience or or what you know what that warrants. They hand out the contracts solely based on, hey, you're the new head coach. Here's your five years. Here's your you know, six, seven million a year, mm-hmm. all of it guaranteed. And, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, you know, and they and they do that even with coaches with they with whom they have no intention of uh you know keeping for those five years. The Houston Texans didn't have any intention of keeping David Cully. The Arizona Cardinals had no intention of keeping Steve Wilkes. Uh, you know, I mean even <laughs> I would say even the Giants didn't really intend on keeping Joe Judge. Like, <laughs> you, know, you wanted a Bill Belichick guy, and you got right. a Bill Belichick guy, and you hoped it worked out, but you didn't really believe it. Right. Uh, and, and so, yeah, I think it goes directly to the hiring practices from the owners, and and I think it's good for the league to kind of shove it in their face a little bit and say, yo, look at what you're doing.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, sure I, ain't wanna, I, I didn't want to get move, move on without getting your opinion on this, man. I know you were in the middle of it.
4: Yeah, yeah, I apologize for that. Yeah, for this, my, my controller just, it, it died. I had a real- <laughs> <laughs> uh, It's called kids. Um, yeah. No, like I was saying, you know, the, the Steelers, um, you know, have had a long tenure of, of you know, only having one uh, um, coach. And when you look at across the league, um, I think, I think Jose is right. When they hire a coach, they're not looking at what, uh, uh, you know, long-term they're looking for like a quick fix, you know, you fit the mold of what we want around here. And then when it doesn't work out, well, let's get rid of you and try to and try to find another quick fix and l- instead of letting it play out, letting, you know, cause I think um, if I'm not mistaken and, and someone can correct me, usually it takes about a year or two, unless you have already pieces in places to kind of turn a team around that was left by an old regime, uh, you mm-hmm. know, you know, it takes about a year or two to implement your full, um, you know, of how you want that team built, how you want that team to run. Um, it could be sooner that, you know, we've seen coaches come in and do it sooner, Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, usually when you're starting off with a fresh slate, you know, you you want about a year or two. I think, I think coaches deserve a year or two and by that third year is when you really need to, you want to see, uh, things starting to play out. Um, and, and, and teams and owners are not doing that, but then, like you said, Mike. they're then they complain about wanting to pay players uh, their worth. Well, if you're not, if you don't want to play players their worth, why are you willing to play coaches not their worth? Because I don't think I, you, like you said, it's almost a billion dollars. Are these coaches worth a billion dollars that they can come in and make your team better? You know, if if, if you're firing them so quick, then obviously <laughs> they weren't. But yet you're willing to pay them, but you won't play a player. Who sacrifices their body mm-hmm. and puts your team on and puts your team on their back and wins and they're the reason your team is winning, but you don't want to pay them. You rather pay the guy that's on the on the sideline calling the plays, running the practices because you feel like they make the team go and not the players. So I think it's unfair and I think it's also uh, like you said it's a waste of money, a billion dollars on people just sitting at home. If you want to pay someone a billion dollars, pay me. Pay, pay, us right. budget, right? <laughs> right. pay us if you want to pay us a billion dollars to do nothing um and I just I just think that the NFL uh, I think Hendo and Brian are right the NFL needs to do something about this it's because it's a it's a waste and and people are just they're they're getting money for doing nothing so yeah that's the, you know that's a, that's the way I look at it
1: and to your point our guy uh actually comes up Kogan. to your point our guy Kogan Right. It, says, it seems fair with these players risking their bodies and livelihood after football. I forgot coaches are filling up the seats in owners pockets and not the players. 100% man. Like, um, it, it's crazy, right? To think about it. One, this came out for a reason, right? And mm-hmm. I don't know if I, I look, I'm I'm never going to say these, these owners are running out of money or even close to it. Right. Um, So that's not I don't think it's so much a money thing that they can't afford to do it because they or else they wouldn't be doing it. But I think it's becoming such a bad look. Right. And me personally, I feel like teams like the Texans. Right. Because they're faced with another decision with Lovey Smith. Right. So can you imagine (laughs) you had you hired two coaches and they get one year. And you let them go, and you're still paying them. And at that, two black coaches, right? So I don't know if this is the NFL's way of saying, listen, think about this before you do it, because it's just not a great look on this league. Some of these situations, just to read a couple off the top, I mean, we had two coaches fired already this year, and and Matt Rule. Sorry, sorry, B. (laughs) I think, him, a, I think you wanted no, B, him. I think you wanted. He's happy about that. Yeah, yeah he's, B, he's happy about that. that. Um, and he still has four years remaining on a set on a seven year deal that's worth sixty million dollars, right? He, on top of that, just signed another multi million dollar deal to coach Nebraska. Eight years. Eight years, and I believe. I, and I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong, B. That he still collects a check from the Panthers.
2: So, yeah, the, the way they structured his Nebraska deal, the way I understand it, is he's getting paid uh, low amounts in the early years from Nebraska so he can continue to collect his money from Carolina. Because uh, it, 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 they're, they're offsets, right? His new salaries offsets what they owe him. Right. So, you know, he's like, well, I still want my money from Tepper. So you can pay me a million this year, <laughs> a million and a half next year. You know, and it, it slowly ramps up. Uh, and then once – Carolina money runs out then Nebraska has to start you know paying their their share uh, but yeah it, it doesn't seem like you know anybody really learns from this right and I think that like like you said the the owners in the NFL in particular are not hurting for money like none of them are, are getting ready to go broke or anything like that but I think it does go to the like kind of a consumer confidence kind of thing and, and the integrity of the league kind of thing like if you're a Houston Texans fan, how tuned in are you? When you know, hey, we have hired David Cully, fired him after a year. Hired Lovey, might fire him after a year. Been talking about hiring Josh McCown, who has no coaching experience at all. You know, are are you confident in that team in the in the leadership of that team moving forward? You know, the same thing. You know, you look at uh, even Carolina. You know, you had a, 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 a jackass <laughs> running the team for three years who had no idea what he was doing. I have no confidence. In David Tepper picking the right coach moving forward, right, and and I think that happens around the league a lot. Like Jose always says, bad teams stay bad because they follow the same kind of processes, and and they end up with the same results. Uh, so I'm sure that the majority of that 800 million goes to a few, you know, a few of the franchises, right? Like mm-hmm. Sugar said, it's not it ain't Pitt, Pitt mm-hmm. Pittsburgh ain't accounting for that, right? It's not Baltimore. You Know it's not these teams that are, that are constantly winning.
4: Some, no. so, oh, well, I mean, someone disagree with you there about Baltimore, probably, but you know, well, I mean, that's, a, know,
2: that's I either, neither here nor there, yeah. But uh, to <laughs> to yeah, but there <laughs> are certain teams who are always near the bottom, who are always you know looking for new coaches, who, who are always looking for new GMs, who are always selling a rebuild to their fans. Always, you know, it used to be it, it, it was a thing with uh the Wizards in the NBA in its area. It was always a three-year plan, and when you got to three years, it, well, the fans would just tell you it was year one. It was a new, it was a new plan, yeah. and you never actually got to that third year and got to the end of the plan and saw that team rebuild. They just kept on hitting reset constantly, and you you see teams in the NFL doing that. And I know it has to have your fans just checked out. You know, yeah. and I'm sure the league doesn't want that. You want the fans engaged. You want the fans really rooting for the team. You want the fans supporting the team. And so, you know, they're just kind of, you know, giving them a little wake-up call.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and yeah. here, uh Kogan says, you know, even though they're billionaires, doesn't mean that they don't care about losing money. They didn't care about how Dan Snyder was running his shop until they found out he was taken from their pockets. And I agree, but I... I Me saying that it's not a money issue just means that, listen, I do think they care about their money, which is why they're willing to pay somebody to go away to try to keep people and their fan base, I guess, engaged and giving them, I guess, what they think they want or Mm -hmm. bringing in somebody who they think can get their fan base engaged is which way. So it's like, you know, let me pay out this couple, you know, 10 20 million dollars because i can bring in this new hot shot coach who i think will eventually you know engage his fan base and fill the seats but it's i don't know it is it's it's a huge to me it's a huge issue and i agree with you b like it's probably in in that inner circle is probably like you said they're probably looking at those handful of owners and saying listen man this is like you're you're causing this, right? This is a this is a problem. Y'all need to fix this, and we right. know what y'all about to do now.
2: Yeah, like I can see them sitting there and them handing out those spreadsheets and like you know take one, pass it down, and Jerry don't take one, <laughs> right? And, then like, and they're like, yo, hey, yo, you didn't take your spreadsheet? like, No, that's you, dog. <laughs> well, <laughs>
0: the, the, the thing is, I
3: I think you know I I like that they presented it that way, right? Because I think this expense is looked at more as a luxury, right? Mm-hmm. Because the owners have to pay that out of pocket. And when you know when it comes to billionaires, yes, billionaires are about making money, but when it comes to things that they want, money is is no object at all. So they'll spend ridiculous amounts of money on things that they want, and that's they don't look at it as a loss, right? Mm-hmm. So when you're hiring your friends, you know, mm-hmm. and it doesn't work out, it is what it is. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll eat that, and, you know, what do I care? Right? But Presenting it this way, you know, even though it's in a spreadsheet or however they, they did at the, at the owner's meeting, um, it kind of puts it in, it, you know, it, it puts it in their face like, hey, yes, you're spending my out of your pocket, but this is for your business. And this is how much your business is losing off your bad decisions. Right. So it's, it's just another way to present to them and make them think about you know, is this something that you know you really want to keep doing moving forward? I I actually like that strategy, right? Because I I do believe up until now, and I'm not sure if it if it changed their minds, but I think they did look at it as, hey, whatever. It's you know, like 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 be said, there's no salary cap for this or anything like that, so it's not presented that way. You know, if you had the money and you could spend it, then I'll I'll spend it. I'll I'll uh spend money on the next person. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, if this it, now if they say okay. This is a lot of money that we're spending on this. Let's do something about it. That that right there can evoke a lot of change more so than, you know, you know Rooney rules and all this other stuff. S- saying, hey, look, we gotta make sure we're getting the right person because you know we can't afford to 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 not get that right person. We can't afford to mess up on that.
0: Right. So for me, it's it's an issue of, like Jose said, they're trying to get people in a room that they feel comfortable with. Um, but more importantly, I think it's for the fan base. It's the promise of a new day. You know, they, they try to get fans excited. Okay. We hired this dude. He didn't do it in a year and a half. So we're going to bring in the bigger, better version of him. Um, but I also think that this may be somebody just being petty. It could be Dan Snyder saying, Oh, you coming at me. Let me release this to stir up some controversy because in society today, you know, a lot of people are a conscious forward thinking. And especially with the country possibly going into a recession, they're putting out there like, look at these billionaires, just giving away money for people to sit at home while we got people starving. People can't pay their rent and stuff like that. So we're going to shine this bad light on the ownership in the NFL to kind of bring them down. So I wouldn't be surprised if Dan Snyder was a part of this.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's a good point, Hendo. Like, I mean, I'm sure that it's nothing more shadier than what goes on in that room. With those owners I, i'm sure it's nothing more shady than goes in there jump in here sug what you got
4: no I, yeah i agree with i agree with hendo this possibly could you know been a dance snyder thing it could you know i think i think when you look at it though this this sets a bad look on on um on the owners because you're saying you know uh there's certain teams they're saying you know we can't pay players and then but you're you're spending a billion dollars on coaches. Like why it's 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 just mind-boggling that you you won't you want players to take less money, but you won't do the same for coaches. You know, like like you just said, Matt Rule is gonna take from Nebraska and the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Why you know, you could have used that money to get better players, you know, on the on the Panthers team, or you know, you you take another team like like you know <laughs> Huh? like Did Lamar Jackson no. yeah like Lamar Jackson exactly no, you know and, and and speaking about the Ravens like you know you, you and, and I know you said B they're not included in this or they, they're possibly not in this top you know bunch that spends money on head coaches because they've had the same head coach for so long you know but at the same time if, if owners are willing to spend this kind of money on coaches you know this kind of puts a light on some teams like they're not spending money on players because damn you, you you have other teams spending billion millions of dollars on coaches, so why aren't you spending the same millions on players? But you find every excuse not to spend that money on players. You say, oh well, this and that and this and that, or is so? Are you just being cheap and just don't want to pay your players? You know, try, as as Jose would say that you know the bargain the bargain bin. You know that's what you're using. <laughs> you know you're trying to you're trying to make your team like that. You know, so it's very disappointing, but also very. Uh, i think it's just a bad look on on all their owners like you know what you, you say you don't have money but yet you're spending a billion dollars on just coaching it
0: could it could be socioeconomics like it's a certain sector of people i don't mind making rich i don't yeah. mind putting them in a position to enhance their life and and put the generational wealth in a certain sector and yep. then it's the field hands so to speak we can't make them all rich we need to keep them at a level where they need to keep performing for us. We can't have them be comfortable, retire early, and pass this wealth on to their children so they can be better off. So sometimes it can be a little bit of that.
4: Well, Hendo, I mean, when's the last time you you heard? Remember, remember that uh, that special they did about uh, players going broke or mm-hmm. players? You know, when's the last time you heard about a coach going broke? Good point. Yeah, I, I, I've never. I, 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 never did, I didn't see that.
0: any. I didn't see any of them on there.
4: Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I, I, you're 100% right. I agree with you on that. That the generational wealth, hey, we'll, we'll get these coaches who look like us, we'll give them the money. And the players who don't look like us, yeah, we're going to pay them, but we're going to pay them what we want to give them and what we think they're worth, you know, to play our sport on mm-hmm. our team, you know. And this is where it comes in that minorities need to start getting, start getting into the business. I know it's going to be hard because owners got that crew that try to, you know, that keep people out. But, We need to start trying to get in there and try to get, you know, minority owners and and people of color as owners to try to get more to get more uh, of this wealth spread out, uh, not uh, to people of color to help help these because they're they're put like uh, like uh, uh, the person said in the chat. They're the ones putting the body on the line. Yes, there's Mm -hmm. all different walks of people playing football in the NFL you know, a lot, you know, but at the same time, who's the minority of the people playing football? You know, there, yeah. there are certain people and you got to keep those, you, you, you want to help, you want to make sure those people are taken care of, but yet owners don't look at it like that.
2: Mm-hmm. And, and, it, and it's funny because, you know, when certain players, like we, we've always talked about, Hey, if I were Lamar, I would just sit out. I wouldn't play for Baltimore anymore until they give me my money. Right. And the, the response to that is always, Oh, well, you know, if he sits out, that's going to hurt his value. People are going to start calling him a quitter. People aren't going to want him on, on their team. They're not going to want to sign him long-term. Yeah. And to your point, Shug, and, and and Hendo, I mean, I remember not too long ago, a quarterback said, I got $80 million in the bank. I'm not coming in because I don't want to play for you. <laughs> yeah. and, that, and that quarterback was Carson Palmer, and he forced his way out of Cincinnati to the yeah. Raiders, and then he was traded from there to the Cardinals, and then, you know, they were a top team and he was getting all this MVP buzz. And I don't remember anybody ever bringing up the fact that he said, I've got money. Screw you. I'm not playing for you ever again. Yep.
1: Right. Yeah.
2: But it's only certain players who could get away with that. Of course.
1: So. Yeah. So let me let me ask you all a question. Um, Why is it that you guys think that this particular topic doesn't catch as much talk on twitter or on the the four letter networks and stuff like that why is it all player based when it's when it's about contracts we don't ever hear about situations like this shout out to my man uh ferris in the in the chat but his giants are currently paying three head coaches mm-hmm. right uh, one that is there now who's coaching the team now and two that um are no longer uh, coaching and they are paying them. Um, sh- I, I think they Pat Shermer, I think he still got three years on the deal they paying. And Jeez. then Joe Judge, uh, when he got let go, he was only two years into a five year deal. Right. So, why don't we hear nothing about this? What, in your opinions, why is this not the hot button top topic amongst the
0: fans? Because they're my- not. Go ahead. Because in my opinion, it's two things. Look who it affects, and look who's getting paid. And that'll, yeah, tell, you everything. Yeah. And that'll tell you everything you need to know. Mm-hmm. Because it, it, it doesn't involve us or putting us in a bad light. Who cares? I'm a billionaire. It's my money. I do what I want to do, and I'm paying who I want to pay.
2: Okay. And I think the fans don't question if coaches are worth the money that they make the way mm-hmm. they do with, with, with black athletes. I mean, athletes in general, but particularly minority athletes. You know, nobody looks at, at Matt Rule and says, Oh, he's not worth eight, nine million a year. Right. Nobody looks at Urban Meyer and said, Yo, know, <laughs> people people looked at Urban Meyer and said, He's not going to be a good coach. Yep. You shouldn't hire Urban Meyer because he's going to be a disaster in the NFL. But nobody said, Oh, but he's not worth the money.
1: Right. right.
2: You yeah. Know? Yeah. And I like, kind like of say, it's about who is getting the money. And and you know, people are fine with
3: it, yeah. I mean, yeah, like that, that's exactly what Sugar was pointing out, right? It, you know, when they look look a certain way, you know, you don't question it, you know, it, and that's just the way it is. And even when they do a terrible job, uh, nobody's gonna really uh, harp on that. Um, and look, it, it's it's a it's different levels to it, right? Like, just from the standpoint of hey, uh, the owner wants to, um, hire somebody that they know that they're comfortable with you know uh, most likely that looks like them right and i'm gonna spend the money and it is what it is uh the media isn't going to say much about it um because look they want to part of it is because you know they 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 are locked in step with with what they're what they're doing right like they're used to to coaches looking a certain way they look they're used to the you know players looking a certain way like at quarterback position so certain narratives are just kind of Passed down from generation to generation, but also, uh, for coaches, particularly bad coaches, um, they're not going to go that hard criticizing them because it's about maintaining access, right? So, you know, I see like I see Kadarius in there, I see Kimberly in the chat, you know, talking about our Ravens, right? And you know, we're talking about uh, Greg Roman, we're talking about Eric DaCosta and 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 John Harbaugh, all these all these all these uh, people in the front office right now that we don't uh, think are doing particularly well. Yeah. The media's not going to go that hard at them because you never know where these guys land later on, you know, they land on different teams and, and they say, Hey, I remember that reporter is writing this about me. I'm not going to let them interview me. They're not going to get in the press room. Mm-hmm. Right. So they're always going to maintain a level of neutrality when it comes to that. Right. Even when they're doing bad, they're not going to, they're not going to really go hard at them. Players, Players, you know, uh, aren't uh don't normally rise to that position where they have that level of access, um or, or or level of power to 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 block access, right? Even the the coaches that do get in those positions, um, you know, outside of Tomlin, most of those black coaches don't have that kind of pull to be like, listen, you're not coming in here, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And even Tomlin doesn't move that way. So I mean, it's just it, it's 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 a different world when, when it comes to that.
4: Yeah, for sure. And even with Tomlin, there's, you know, there's, there's, I was talking to, I think I was talking to me about it the other day. There's uh, there's fans that say Tomlin was never worth being a heck, what, he, what we paid him and being a heck of a Extensions. extension. The man hasn't had a losing season. There hasn't, mm-hmm. I mean, he's missed the playoffs. Every team misses, sometimes misses the playoffs. You, right. you, there's, there's not a team that, you know, other than maybe Bill Belichick that just, you know, he's missed playoffs too. And, you know, but he's missed playoffs too. And yet, people will will harp on that. And I think one reason why we don't hear about this really, what what sells the 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 athlete that's upset that he's not getting paid, or the mm-hmm. coach that's upset about getting paid. It's going to be the the athletes they you know, and with coaches they can just move on. They can go to a college like Matt Rule. Just got think about that. He just got fired from a NFL team. Yep, and he goes to Nebraska. If if a player is fired like we, we never hear about that a player getting fired we hear about players getting cut things mm-hmm. like that teams will stop messing with them yeah. a coach that doesn't happen to so i think that i think that jose is right it's access but it's also the the fact that a play uh, the you know we don't hear we don't hear about this because of the the coaches and what they're able to do afterwards whereas a player when they get talked about bad they it, it can mess up like things just ha- they it can mess up their their careers, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. and sometimes people like playing God. They like messing with people's careers, you know, yeah. and and it's, and it's 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 just it's a crappy thing that people do to some to these players. So,
2: I think the the other part of why we don't really talk about coaches is what we mentioned before, and that's the cap, right? The the cap exists to uh, artificially, you know, lower player salaries, lower overall team salaries, you know, keep spending down for the owners, but it also makes Fans hyper focused in on what players make, uh, mm-hmm. and we you know we don't know what Eric DaCosta is making really. I mean, I'm sure you could look it up, but it's not something that's talked about. Uh, we you know I don't I, I you know they report what John Harbaugh and Greg Roman and them make, but I don't remember what John Harbaugh makes. I don't care because what does it affect? It doesn't affect right. anything. Right. But you you know you know. Like over the past few years, you knew that uh, Brandon Williams was costing you sixteen million dollars that could be going to somebody else. You, knew that, you know, Calais was was costing fourteen million or however much that could have been going to somebody else. You know, we know that Marcus Peters is costing X amount of money that could be going to someone else next season. And yeah, I think that's it's a tool that the owners use to to deflect attention away from themselves and onto the players, away from the head coach, away from the front office, and onto solely the players because fans will sit and argue that hey, this player, that player, this player, that player should all lose their jobs. We don't think about it that way, right? Mm-hmm. We don't think we, we think hey they should get cut so we can save that that cap money. But you're saying hey they should be unemployed <laughs> because this imaginary cap says that they make too much money. Uh and that's not something that really exists with the 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 coaches and, and everybody else. We don't think about their salaries at all because yeah. they don't want you to.
3: And and like you said at the very beginning, right? If they were rolled into the cap, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden these these ridiculous hirings, mm-hmm. uh, they will they will cut all the way down, right? Then it's hey man, I like you, man, but you got I, I need more than I need more than I coach high school football. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Even I know more need, than
2: I, I know Peyton Manning. Right? right,
3: right. You know, then it's a true meritocracy. Not not true, but it's closer to a meritocracy than than just you know who you know. Than just the straight nepotism, what it is now, right? So, because they don't even prove anything now.
1: So to that point, and that you kind of took my next question for you guys. If we add a cap, right? How does that affect what we all we all discussing tonight? Right, minority hires. Right. Does it lower the chance? It's already it's already slim pickings right now, right? Does that lower their chances of getting hired if there is a cap set? Because they know, okay, if I hire this guy because of this cap, he's gonna be either with me for this three, four, five years, or does it? And if it doesn't lower their chances, do we start to see like lower salary for coaches? Right, especially coaches that doesn't have all the experience, or coaches of color or minority coaches. Will we will will that problem? Will that be the next problem that happens if they if they move onto a cap? Well, I
4: think I the think, problem. Okay, I was, go, ahead, go, ahead, go, ahead, go ahead. No, no sure. No, I was gonna say. Well, the problem is, is the, what's gonna affect a cap? Do assistant coaches do special team coaches, or is it just a head coach? That's a good Because question. if it's if it's all if it's all coaches. Um, I think I think you would see, I I think we would still see probably the same amount of minority hires, um, but I would see my I would see coaches staying longer with teams because you're not just going to hire somebody for a year or two, and then get rid of them. You're going to keep somebody for, for a good long time. Now I do think we would probably see more um, innovative coaches or coaches that, um, you know, not not just young hotshot coaches. You know, you you would have to you would be more of a you would have to be a head coach. You couldn't be like an assistant and then hired as a head coach unless they really believed in you. They or, and you interviewed well and things like that. Because I don't think teams will take that chance, especially if these salaries were going to hit the cap. Um, if we're just talking about head coaches and the assistant coaches and all that doesn't affect the cap, um, then I would still see teams taking gambles because it's only that one coach. But if it's the whole staff, I think teams would then be more careful with their hires and who they brought in and would make like you said, they, they would want them for a good five, three, four to five years as as the head coach. They weren't gonna they were not they're not gonna just keep them for a year or two and then get rid of them.
3: Yeah, I, I think um I, I think initially if there was a cap, it would be they would set it pretty high because they want to keep their friends, you know, making money, right? But as it plays out, and and yes, I think it will look very similar in the beginning to what it is now because, okay, yeah, we're putting a cap on this, but don't worry. We're still going to take care of our friends. But as it plays out and you you get a situation where you're firing Joe Judge, you're firing uh, Matt Rule and you're firing these guys that aren't working out. And then you're looking at your cap and it's like, man, we can't we can't go after Sean Payton now. Right. You don't have the money. And then you're going to have to go and pay probably a, a a minority coach, a coach that's that's willing to take less to get his foot in the door. Right. Well, but, but that will give those coaches opportunities because they're the only ones that will take those jobs for less. And then when they prove themselves, now you're in a situation where, hey, OK, hey, Steve Wilkes, let's say Steve Wilkes does work out. Right. That's the only coach that they can afford. Steve Wilkes works out and he turns out to be an excellent head coach. Well, now um, you're going to either have to pay me or if you can't afford to pay me, well, I'm going to go to somebody that has a cap to pay me. Right? right. And when the next time the Panthers are searching for a head coach, it's not going to be, um, you know, a, a just just a impulsive buy. You know, the next time the Giants go search for a head coach, it's not going to be an impulsive buy. The next time the Texans go search for a head coach, it's not going to be an impulsive buy. They're going to actually do their research, right? They're going they're going to they're going to really vet that coach and make sure that they, they, they get it right and they don't put themselves in a position to where they miss out on somebody that, that they that could truly help their team.
4: Yeah, real quick, real quick, I wanted to bring up this. Uh, I forgot to mention it. You would probably see more uh, in in inner hires from coaching staff, but you would also probably see teams <clears throat> trading coaches. I think that would yeah. become more prominent that co- that teams would start to trade coaches um, for possible players and things like that. I think you would see more of that if there was a cap.
0: Good yeah. point. Sherry. So my question is, is this cap aside from the regular cap, or is it all combined into one?
4: It had to be
3: a coach's cap, I would think. This, like the, the cap right now, the salary cap now is for the players, Got and, that's, and that's, that's a bargain with the players' union. So, okay. to be a coaches union. Yeah.
0: so for me personally, I think nothing would change. It would still be the same because, listen, these billionaires want who they want around them. And yeah. we've seen, even with the Rooney Rule, even with the changes, you get a third-round pick, two third-round picks for hiring minority coaches. You know what I'm saying? Stuff that will help your team actually progress and win. They still said, you know what? I'm going to hire this same old person that's been recycled around the NFL. So as far as the cap goes, it's just like the player salary cap. They'll find a way around it. Yeah. They'll find a way to, A, hey, this dude didn't work out. Let me go for this this high-profile coach and maneuver the money somehow to where it's pushed down the line. And they'll keep restructuring and restructuring. I don't think anything will change. Because as we've seen throughout the history of sports, billionaires are going to do what they want to do regardless of the repercussions or ramifications. So, for me, nothing changes.
1: Yeah, no,
2: I, I agree. I know, because, you know, we like you said, we've seen that financial uh, responsibility – is only for the players it's never for coaches it's never for owners uh that's why they had the amnesty clause in the in the in the nba like we mentioned before Mm uh that's why you know after this meeting and seeing this spreadsheet these coaches are going to go out and hand out or these owners are going to go out hand out five six year deals worth seven eight nine million dollars a year to to rookie coaches again this off season right um you know I, I don't think that there is anything that 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 will necessarily change it because they don't think it's a problem i mean they know how much money they've wasted on these coaches True. they don't care they just don't care uh, other than mark davis who can't afford to fire his coaches uh, but 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 see
3: but situation like that if if they made everybody feel that way right where it's just like okay i might have the money but if there's a cap and i can't go and get the coach i want that's going to make them, that's going to make some teams think twice moving forward, right? For, for they sure. put themselves in a situation where it's just like, I literally can't go and sign the guy I want. Mm-hmm. Well, it, de- it
2: depends on, like, if Hendo said, if, it, if you're able to manipulate the cap the way you do with the players' cap, they don't want to change anything. Yeah. Like, so, and, and, and you know, as long as you can structure the, the, the contracts however you want to structure them,
3: you'll be able to work your way around it. But the other part of it, too, is fan reaction, because now, you know, fans are looking at a salary cap for the coaches and that's going to make them look at it too. Like, why are we hiring this guy or we spent this much on this coach and he's eating up this much of the cap. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, like you get, you get that part of it too.
2: Well, Kogan, uh, asking do, do you all think if there's less job security for these coaches that we might see a lack of aggression uh, from a game management standpoint, we already see that NFL coaches are unbelievably conservative. Yeah. Uh, and 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 fans and and media have been conditioned to be that way as well. Listen, there's a a ton of data that tells you going forward on fourth down in almost every situation is the right call, and coaches won't do it. Fans will hate you if you do it, and the media will call you a moron if you do it. The the league is just ridiculously conservative as is. And that's and that's knowing that, hey, if I get fired, I still get all of my money anyway. So, I mean, a lack of job security.
0: I don't know how you can make it more conservative. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God, I give-
1: I, I, you had something, Hindo?
0: Oh, I was going to say and not give fully guaranteed contracts. Oh, yeah. Mm, know.
1: Know yeah. So I didn't want to leave out uh Kimberly, a friend of <laughs> all of our shows. Right. She has a question. Um, do we think Eric DeCasa will sign both players' uh, player contracts so, before 2022 season over just uh, over just carries? Okay,
3: okay, I saw that. that yeah, so I, I saw that. I wasn't gonna bring it up Kimberly. Um, I see a question. We're going to answer that tomorrow night. Okay, go on on the Ravens round table. Okay, on the Ravens round table. I don't want in. to yes, tune in, tune in. I want to turn this into a Raven stream. But yes, yes, appreciate
0: you coming through though. I mean, yeah.
4: there's five.
0: There's four Ravens uh, fans on here. Five. Yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah, five. No, no, uh, B's not a Ravens fan, I'm sorry. No, no, he's <laughs> right. a Ravens fan. He's he right, four. four. Four, four. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's three. Three.
1: So look, guys, um, first of all, I want to say I appreciate y'all hanging with me at this time of night. Uh, you know, like I said, it's been a busy couple weeks, mm-hmm. and I had to get some content in for the people so uh nobody's yelling at me tomorrow or asking me where it is, where's the show, whatever the case may be. So I appreciate you guys as always. You already know that. Um, I don't want to hold you guys any longer. I appreciate everybody that came through the chat. Yes. Uh Kogan, Kendarius, uh Kimberly, Ferris, everybody that came through. I appreciate y'all checking in on the first live stream uh, live stream of open mic.
3: Mr. J in there.
1: Mr. J, yes. Um but so but, but before we get out of here, obviously you guys got to plug your stuff. Not really. Um I mean, they no know <laughs> they they you guys are they, listen, they're here because of you guys anyway. They're you not. guys are the celebrities. Mike. So
0: <laughs> Mike, you don't think when they when they clicked on YouTube, they didn't see us. They saw OTR Mike live. Hey,
1: and they they figured if no, I'm live didn't. Y'all not far behind. So, um let's say we got Gilbert in here that says, <laughs> uh, Listen, "I hope Giro just, gets his walking piglets Hold <laughs> on for a second.
3: Hold on for a second. We just sat here. <laughs> put, put that put, put that comment back up there. We just sat here talked about how the the league. Is wasting money on fired coaches, <laughs> and Ravens fans are in here like, "Yo, we got, we got fired coaches him. tomorrow."
2: <laughs> 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 no, yeah, let, let, let's <laughs> get it <on>. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean I'm, 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 let's,
4: let's let's really be honest right now. How happy would Ravens fans be if tomorrow they fired Harbaugh? Oh, oh yeah, Harbaugh! Just,
0: yeah, oh yes! Yeah, I that's what money. I'm saying. You know, so.
4: Money. I mean, how many how many years does he have left on his contract, or does he even have any?
3: His contract is, I think, it's two years. Okay. In fact, when he extended last year or year before, did his this, isn't isn't one of the more egregious. It's not egregious one of their, the crazy yeah.
4: ones, but still, they if if Raven if they had to pay his two years, Raven Sam would still be happy. They'd be like, yeah, me, yeah I guess. oh
0: yeah, yeah. After oh, this year, yeah. it might even be one. So it's, they got him after Anthony's this year because because they did him and Giro before this season. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Like you said, they will be like, "Hey, let us get in on this. We we not a part of. Hey, let's ha- let let us help you make it a billion dollars and and get something." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I said, fellas, man, I appreciate you guys. Sug. you know you my guy. I want to get you in here, um, to plug your show that I will be on Friday with Hendo, I believe. So. Let the people know where they can find you. And tomorrow, you got something going on tomorrow. No, damn, my my day's he all does. messed up. Tuesday. No, he does have
4: something
3: tomorrow. Tomorrow is Tuesday. Yeah, it is Monday technically.
1: Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, well, right. not for, not
0: for
3: him.
1: Don't don't mind.
4: It's, it's still it's still uh below twelve o'clock here. Uh, yeah. How you doing, Bronny? Uh, it's only ten here. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's right. I do uh I do a show on Tuesday. Still conspiracy. Uh, we're talking Ravens and Steelers. Uh, I think I'm going to have Bronny on talking uh, Panthers yeah. and Steelers and, and Ravens. His, his three favorite subjects. So <laughs> check yeah, us yeah. out Tuesday, 6.15 uh, p.m. Maybe Hendo will be there. Pacific Standard know. Time. Yeah, Pacific Standard Time. Make sure I get that right because I don't want you showing up at 3 o'clock in the afternoon because I won't be there. Um, and then Friday, <laughs> like uh, OTR Mike says, I have a late night with Suge Knight, and I'll have two special guests in Hendo and OTR Mike this Friday, 8.15 p.m pst time uh 11 15 eastern uh so come hang out that's a show that just we talk about anything we can talk sports we can talk movies we can talk music uh hendo might you know talk about some his his job mike talk, might talk about his job you never know uh so just come hang out with us on friday and yeah check me out at sugnite323 on twitter and uh tiktok and sugnite1323 on twitch
1: there you have it mr hendo Yes, sir. Let the people know where they can see you, man. Let them know where they can find your good content. Uh,
0: you can find me at Ravens Online on Gatekeepers every night after a Ravens game. Win or lose, <laughs> I'll be there. Um, I do a preview video every Wednesday or Thursday, depending on how I feel or depending on how hard I work. Um, you can also find me at Instagram. And Twitter at our gatekeepers. You can find me on Monday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Coach Evans' channel, Tally Films. Myself, OTR, Mike, Jose, Brodney, Chris. Just joking with the Ravens round table. It's a good time. Make sure y'all check it out. Wow.
1: Yes, you can find indeed. Me like
2: pretty much everywhere except the second round of the playoffs, huh? <laughs>
4: Wow! Wow! <laughs> <It's a hurtful
0: laughs> wow! He can't help it. I'm sorry. Individual. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm done now. He's a hurtful hey, individual. He's a sorry. Person.
1: He, he could. Go. He couldn't help it. He couldn't <laughs> help it. Jose B, let the people know where they can find you guys in the many you're places gonna, that
3: you'll be find
4: me on a, a back of a milk cart you, <laughs> <Right. laughs>
3: you can find uh you can find me behind the the scenes of of open Michael OTR Mike okay yes. anytime you uh get that notification at 5 a.m of a new episode that's your boy here uh putting out putting out that good work Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, also every Wednesday night, 7.15 p.m., the lunch break hot take show, the LBHT show. Uh, 7.15 p.m. Eastern time is where you can find us every Wednesday. Uh, after that, we do the overtime show for our patrons, patreon.com slash LBHT show. And by the way, that supports this show as well. So, you know, go ahead and, and, and uh take a look into that. Uh, also myself B and Mikey do a boxing podcast, Ring Kings podcast. We just did a live stream uh, earlier tonight before this stream. So, you know, go check that out because we've been streaming all day and, you know, Mm -hmm. we appreciate the views and the listens and all that good stuff. All right. Mm -hmm. And anywhere you listen to audio podcasts, we are available. Uh, Just make sure you give us a five star review.
1: B, you want to mention Old Man Gamers or?
3: I
2: don't, but I do want (laughs) to say a shout out to Brandon Buck, it is his birthday. So
1: happy, oh, birthday. happy birthday, Buck.
3: Happy, happy birthday,
1: Buck. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah, so look, man, again, I appreciate you guys. Uh, you already know immensely like you guys are huge supporters. Um, as, as Jose said, man, he when you get that notification, it's him, man. Look, now I don't don't get me wrong. I asked him if he needs help, but he you know he got it. But he's a huge help. All of you guys are awesome, awesome supporters, so I appreciate you guys. And look, man, that's another episode of Open Mic with your boy, OTR Mike. I'm still rocking and rolling, man. I'm not going to be solo all the time, as you see my boys had my back tonight, um, and they killed it on a topic that I feel doesn't get enough smoke on these Twitter streets, man. If this was about players getting paid to not play, Or not being on the team This would be a huge topic I feel like So um, guys thank you for coming on and killing it B I hope you got that outro Or whatever intro slash outro queued up for me
3: <laughs> do we have one?
1: You know, we we, we can just, ru- we, we we can, can run and, you know, one real quick. We, we can run, we can run with the intro and outro. it You know, okay. that's how we all do it. Right, we we gonna
3: we, gonna, we gonna work on that. Don't worry, that's the next nice yeah. thing to come up. Look,
1: man, look, this is the first live stream. We will get it together. You see how these other guys' live streams look? It's this is going to look like that too eventually. All right, so stick with us, bear with us, and I already appreciate y'all and all the love and support. Keep on supporting though. If you haven't su- subscribed, do that now and like this video and give your boy a five-star rating on all your favorite podcast platforms. With that said, we out of here. We'll holler. Peace. It's your boy, Verse, and this is Open Mic with OCR Mic. Yeah, that's right.
0: This is the show where
1: the mic is open for any discussion feeling about feeling about otr i don't think i don't think we're yeah, going right. yeah, to find something that's going
2: to be interesting then obviously on the wednesday we got the actual show and then
1: the overtime show and you know, and I know i'm him. all about it's your boy first and this is open right. mic with OTR Mike.